Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation. From the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your books. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book with your host, founder of the author incubator, Dr. Angela Loria. Well, hey, everybody. We are back on Book Journeys Radio. So happy to be here this week. And every week on this show, we talk to authors um, who have made it to that, that magical publication date. So many writers want to write a book, and they don't cross that threshold. And my goal for this show is, is to talk to authors who have made it there and see if we can pick apart what some of those missing ingredients are. If you haven't finished your book yet, what is it that you, what connection have you not made? What what don't you know yet? And that's really the purpose of this show is authors talking to authors about what made it happen. And so this week our guest is Dr. Shailen Sam. She is a business coach, a life coach, a therapist, psychologist, And she is the author of The Joy of Me. So welcome to the show, Dr. Pham. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Dr. Angela. It's great to be with you. Awesome. We've got got two women doctors, but I think yours might be more legit than mine. I I just have a doctor in philosophy. I just like to talk a lot and read a lot. So (laughs) A, A doctor is a doctor. Oh, well, thank you. So, um, awesome. Well, I am really excited about your book, The Joy of Me. Let's just, to get started, tell people what the book is about. The book is about finding your own worth, your own happiness, uh, and your own identity. Uh, And particularly, it's for anyone who feels like they have to earn the love or running around doing everything in order to be liked and to be loved and, you know, giving, giving. It's, it's the one who are consider themselves as the giver, the caretaker, and who are running low on the fuel. Mm, I love it. So the subtitle of The Joy of Me is Uncover Your Loving Self through the art of being selfish. So the art of being selfish, that's sort of controversial. Um, what, what do you mean by the art of being selfish? It is to turn that word upside down on its head and really examine what is selfish because a lot of time, you know, women, I mean men too, but um, more so with women who are nurturer and they nurture to take care of everybody around them except for themselves. And they don't give themselves the time of the day, the the necessity time of the day, and they need to give themselves the, the care, the proper care to take care of themselves so that they can also be happy as well. And so that selfish part is learning to really love yourself and to take care of yourself so you don't end up just giving and hoping, waiting and wishing for it to be reciprocated. Yeah, I love that. It's reclaiming that whole uh, concept and making being selfish a positive part of your identity, which I think 
you know, so many of us could use with actually being a little more selfish. Um, so, great. Well, tell us why you wanted a book. Why did you want to write? Why did you want to write a book, and why did you want to write this book? <laughs> um, I have always wanted to write a book. I think when I was sixteen, I was talking to my sister. I was like, "This is my lifelong goal. I'm going to write a book someday and publish it." Um, but I didn't really know what to write, and I was like, "Okay, who am I to write a book?" But after decades of being in practice and doing talk and such, I keep. I'm seeing and hearing a reoccurring themes that coming up in the practice and also with the people that I encounter and talk to is that they they give so much but they don't get anything in return and it's like they keep pouring out, you know, that imagine yourself as like that pot of tea and they keep pouring and pouring and they not they don't refill their cup. They're hoping that someone else would refill their their pot for them. And it leads them to being very unhappy, uh, really destructive in relationships. And the worst of it all is it leads to resentment. And mm. so when I've seen, you know, thousands of people over the decade, I was like, okay, if this is the reoccurring theme, then there are must be plenty of people out there who are also struggling with the same issues. And so I had to write this book to get the message out to the people that I would otherwise have the opportunity to meet and to sit down with. I love that. So did you actually envision your book completed um, before you started the process? <laughs> oh, yes. it's. Uh, it may sound silly, and you probably laugh at this, but before I actually wrote the book, um, I actually have the uh, a banner. I have a giant banner. Uh, and I put it over the fireplace, and it has my name. Uh, I didn't have the book title then, so I say, you know, I just make up a book title, and I have my name, and underneath I have best-selling author. And that was what I look at every single day uh, while I, love I was it. That is writing so the, the book. That's fantastic. So um, it sounds like you really were clear on who you wanted to help and what your message was. What are some of the things that you learned uh, after writing your book that maybe you wish you knew before you wrote your book? I didn't realize how much marketing that it went into it. And um, one concept that I learned later on is, because I have always been feeling a little eerie when it comes to marketing, because the, the image that comes to my mind is like an old um, car salesman kind of deal, what I think of marketing. And so that is something that I've learned, and I'm still trying to learn to embrace that, is that you know you can put out a wonderful book, but if no one knows about it, then it doesn't help anybody. And so part of the marketing is to looking at it as in, I'm trying to reach the people maybe who's in Canada or in Virginia or Texas, and I need to get the word out so they know the book, so that they can benefit from the book. Yeah, I mean, you have to have a powerful and well-written book to make a difference, but if nobody reads it, um, it doesn't matter if it's the best book in the history of books, right? If nobody's reading it, then it's not going to make the difference you wanted it to make. 
Exactly. So, um, I think people are often surprised by how much marketing there is and that writing a book is just sort of a small piece of the you know, mm-hmm. piece of the puzzle. You have to have the book and you have to have it published, but um, that's just a piece of the puzzle. So we'll get back to that in a minute, but let's talk about writing the book. How long did it take you, and what tips or tricks can you share about getting it written? Uh, I dabbled into it for a couple years, uh, but to really sit down when I make decisions, like I'm going to write this book and publish it and really going to make it a goal, um, it's it was started in March of 2014, and I actually got it published by the end of October 2014. So it's about six, seven months. Fantastic. That's great. And what were some of the things that, that kept you writing? What kind of a schedule did you set for yourself or not? And and when you got stuck, how did you get back on track? Because everybody has moments where they get stuck. So tell us how you got it done. It is definitely a self-discipline aspect um, and component that you really have to to keep. Um, I make a schedule to write every single day. Um, after work, from being in the practice, I would go home and I would write. And what I have found is uh, at night when it's all quiet, everybody's going to bed, uh, it's, it's the best time for me to write too. And so I make it a conscious decision to write every day after work and if I have any idea throughout the day I would just jot it down in whether from napkin to post it to my phone whatever that I can and I would revisit that at night and if I ever have writing block and you know at night and also you get tires too I would just put it aside either I can um you know, on weekends, and I would make it a whole day on Saturday of writing. And if I ever um, encounter, and which I did, and any authors will say the same, at some point in their writing career, there will be writer, um, writer's block. Is I just put it aside, I go make a cup of tea, I, I like go for a walk, and just clear my mind so that I don't just sort of just hammer it in and it's not going anywhere. So I Put it aside, I go do something else and to make a decision to come back to it because sometimes people never come back to it. So give yourself that exactly. you know, half an hour, whatnot, and come back to your writing. I love that tip. I think that's really key is it's so easy to step away from it and then not come back. So deciding before you before you get up and take the break, is uh, it's going to be a half an hour break, it's going to be a 15-minute break, but really making a conscious decision um, about how long you're going to step away, I think, is a big key. Mm-hmm. So, okay, now you've got your book and you've finished writing it. Tell us about publishing. What are the different publishing routes that you considered, and how did you end up getting your book published in the end? Um, at the time, I was doing research, um, learning, studying, from traditional publishing to halfway house, that's uh, sort of, um, you know, you have some creative control. That The halfway is uh, partly traditional but partly uh, the um, self-published, and then the other is the full self-published. And so I was studying all those, and because of 
my goal and how uh, quickly I want to get the book out. At the time when I was talking to um, the editor from the the publisher, it uh, it told me that it takes anywhere between three months to six months for them to you know get the script, read it, and do all that is necessary. And so the timeline was not what I was um, fond of. Um, and in terms of going with um, traditional um, the, the halfway house, you know, there is, I mean, that is, if you want to have both worlds, that's probably um, one of the best uh, approach and the best, best way to go. As for me, I chose to do um, full uh, self-published because I would have control over every single thing. And also, given this is my um, first print book, I want to learn the in and out, um, the nitty-gritty of everything from uh, publishing, writing to publishing to marketing, so that I have a better idea when I come into the next book, I know what to expect. Yeah, I do think that's a great little tip, because even if you want to hire any part of the program out, if you want to hire all of the publishing to somebody or if you want to hire someone just to do the cover, really understanding the whole process beginning to end is just going to make you a much savvier shopper for your next book. So I think that was a great decision. Thank you. And also, to to my knowledge now, um, what I have come to learn is, you know, in the old days, uh, publishers, they do a lot more Whereas nowadays, even when you go with a traditional publishing house, you still have to do a lot of heavy lifting in terms of marketing as well. Absolutely. So tell us, for the publishing, how how did you do it? What service did you use? How did you find, you know, designers and uh, editors and things like that? Um, I, I use uh, uh, CreateSpace, which is a... Um, an affiliate with Amazon, and they are the um, all about the self-publishing book, and they were wonderful. Um, the service was amazing. They have really quick response. If you have any questions, they're there. They also have uh, built-in services such as um, editing or book covers and all those. Um, but I chose to get my book cover through. Um, de- um, 99design actually and mm. yeah when you go through the 99designs and you know you pay for the I think platinum or, or gold I don't know which one it was the top one you would have hundreds of designer to submit their design and each designer they, they keep submitting design until you find the one that you like, and if the one that have potential, you can talk with them, have them tweak it. So really, they are there to serve you, however you want it. And that was the route that I, I go with um, uh, design. And in terms of editor, I do know some of the um, authors, people who have also worked with traditional published housing, so they um, give me numbers of editors, uh, whether it's from copyright editors or contents and all those. And you just go through, interview them. Um, it is a job because this is your book, this is your baby. So you in, I interview um, a numbers of editors and found the one that was best, uh, best fit to work with me. 
So any tips that you have for people on finding uh, people to work with? Uh, what, how, what was your guide? How did you know somebody was good? Did you look at reviews? Did you just go with your gut? How, what What's some tips you can give people in terms of finding resources to help publish their book? Um, looking at review is, is also, um, you know, a, a bonus. Um, knowing the person, if you know someone who have worked with that person personally, you know, the word of mouth recommendation is what I highly value. And also, um, one of the things is a lot of them, they're willing to look at your manuscript and they're willing to, you know, look through a first few pages and they can do some editing, give you feedback. So if you like their working style and if that's the best fit for you, then, I mean, that's the best one to go with. But don't be afraid to ask um, because a lot of them, they're willing to do that for you and say, hey, you know, I have the manuscript and um, I want to see what, what your working style is like. So would you consider looking at the first few pages and um Tell me your feedback, and they'd be more than happy to do that. That's a fantastic idea. Um, okay, so let's talk. Um, let's talk about when your book was published. Mm-hmm. Um, your book came out. When was it released? It came out October twenty first of two thousand fourteen. Wow, um, that really was fast from April to October. So your book comes out in October. It's been out now for about three months. What are some of the things you've done to promote the book? And what would you say has worked best and maybe things that you wouldn't repeat again? I, well, one of the things I do is exactly what I'm doing now is to um, talk to um, radios, um, try to also get into print, TVs, and also, you know, talk to your colleagues uh, and the people that you know. I <laughs> literally was shamelessly telling everybody I know, even people stranger that I meet in the elevator, um, about the book, particularly because the book came out right before uh, Christmas. So I remember I would get off of work one day, walking down the um you know, getting into the elevator to go down. And there was this um, older gentleman, and I was just starting chatting up. And I was like, you know, you know that one of the best ways to um, stuff your stocking is get this book. And I just pull out my book <laughs> and just show it to him. And so That's awesome. You just have to shamelessly, and I, I love using that word now, is just talk about your book. Talk to strangers. Talk to family. Talk to friends. Talk to whoever that you see and meet. And if you're afraid of talking, you definitely have to develop that uh, thick skin uh, to 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 talk about it. Absolutely. So you talked about um, radio shows like this one. How mm-hmm. have you found, how have you been most successful at getting uh, to be a guest on radio shows? One of the things what I've found is, you know, we all have something to offer and. Um, we all have needs as well. And so, you know, you approach um, talk so hosts that if you know what their audience needs, um, and, you know, for, like for you, you're talking about um, the show is to inspire um, writers who want to publish their books. 
So what can they learn from it? So the best way is um, knowing your host and and the show that you want to go on, and what you can offer, um, what what service can you offer, what tips or advice, basically what can you offer for the audience, and that's the best way I've found in terms of approaching um, radios or any social media actually. Mhm. And I noticed you have a, a you have a gorgeous website. The website is actually thejoyofme.com, so you guys can check this out. But it's it's beautifully designed and has uh, some opportunities for people to stay in contact with you. Um, did you have this website before you did the book, or did you launch it with the book? How, how did you know what you wanted this site to look like? Um, I had an idea because, you know, by the time I, I had the website up, I uh, pretty much in the last phase of the book, you know, with the book covers and um, what I want, the the back cover and all those and what I want to talk about the book in a um, short paragraph. And so I actually had the book um, uh, published after the launch, after the website. So the website came first, and I had other people, um, I hire um, a designer, and when you hire that, there are a number of websites. One of the ones that I went to is called elance.com, um, and mm. that's where I found my web design. And from there, I had him design, um, you know, work with me um, in the layout, the color scheme, and all that. And um, I also had... Um, an opportunity to uh, do um, an o- pre-order before the book launch, and um, that was also very helpful to get the word Let's out. Let's talk the book. about that. That sounds like a that sounds like a great way to um, sell your book uh, at your launch. So, how did you do a pre-sale? Um, basically, you know, with Amazon, you can do pre-order, and they won't charge your car until they ship the book. So the, really, there is no risk in it. So you can just go to um, Amazon and set up an account uh, before your book comes out, and you make it as a pre-order, and they will give you all the code, and you can just plug it into your website. And when people click on that pre-order form, it would take them directly to um, your Amazon page before the book comes out. Wow, that's fantastic. So, okay, what for you has been uh, in the last three months or so, you said you had a lifelong dream of being an author. So what is the best thing to have come out of having your own book? What I have found really rewarding and and the joy of of really the the heart of the reason why I wrote a book is I periodically uh, get messages and sometimes – you know, my friends or people who have bought the books and give to people that, you know, their friends and people um, I've never met them, don't know. But every now and then I get messages um, that say how wonderful the book is, they love the book, um, it really helped them, they pick it up and they haven't put it down. So those are the things that it, it really makes it worthwhile um, to write the, the, the book and the message because I know that it's reaching the people that, like I said earlier, I wouldn't have the uh, the opportunity to meet them, and they can get the teaching and the message that 
um, I would have to to see them in person or go to one of my talks. So this way, they can also um, learn the message that I have to to teach. And, and do you have um, do you have other ways that people can work with you who buy your book? Yes, I do have either, you know, you can come to see me, you go to one of my talks. I also have online coaching program. Um, right now, one of the programs that I do have is called Master Your Emotions to Supercharge Your Life. And this is an eight-week program that is going to be launched in um, next month. Um, so that's one other way uh, you can work with me. Also, um, there are other shorter um, coaching, um, online coaching that you can also get to work with me as well. Love it. Fantastic. So um, so I mentioned your name earlier, but I just want to spell it for people so they can find you. Um, we talked about thejoyofme.com, but you mm-hmm. can also find Dr. Shailen Pham at drshailenpham.com. So that's D-R-S-H-E. A E L Y N P H A M. So, Dr. Shailen Sam, she is the author of The Joy of Me. Um, we've got about a minute left. Any final advice that you would give to people who want to write a book but maybe haven't been able to get all the way there yet? What advice would you give them? Don't give up because it doesn't matter how hard it is. At the end, it will be all worth it, and also learn to enjoy the journey. I love that. Learn to enjoy the journey. Can you say a little bit more about that? A lot of time, we also too focus on the result, and we forget really what writing is all about. And you start writing because you actually love writing, but when you too focus on the result, you also get overwhelmed. So treat the writing as just like a hobby that what you have started out with and enjoy every single word and sentences that you have to put out there. Wow. Well, that was fantastic advice. Dr. Shannon Pham, author of the book, The Joy of Me. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you for having me. And we will be back next week at the Author Incubator here at Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. This has been another episode of Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. To find out more about how you can get your book written, published, and promoted, visit www.theauthorincubator.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.